Hello everyone, I'm Simon. I'm the Client Insight Director here at RadioWorks. And uh, it's my pleasure to have this wonderful panel uh, with us today. Uh, we couldn't have everyone speaking tonight, so I wanted to get a few people in to answer a couple of questions on the panel. Uh, first of all, we've got Ross. Uh, Ross is the country MD at ACAST, the podcast company aggregator. Uh, Tony Mori comes from the radio station side. Um, he's at Bauer, uh, currently content director on both Magic and Absolute working in very hard over there. Um, Catherine Becker is the CEO at Ad Connection. They're an ad agency that we work with. And finally, we have Ben from Mixcloud. Uh, Mixcloud do things slightly differently to the other services, so it'd be good to hear what he's got to say. The first question we've got, really, is a question for all of you, um, but maybe Tony could, could help us out. Um, we want to know, if all this digital audio stuff is happening, what's it mean for radio? Um, for radio, there's good and bad, actually. There's good the good thing is um, it offers radio stations the opportunity to give the audience much, much more choice um, and ways of us uh, enabling our customers, our advertisers, to reach audiences far, far more effectively. Um, I am, uh, I've been working in radio for 20 years, um, so first job out of school was radio, and so I'm a deep believer in the power of audio in terms of connecting with people, um, and just the sort of thing Neil was talking about a moment ago, actually what digital audio does is it combines all of that intimacy of audio, the, 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 word in, the voice in your ear, um, with the power of laser targeting. So it's enormously, enormously exciting. Um, the challenge for radio is there are, as much as Spotify will say we're not competitors, ultimately we <laughs> are all um, going after a share of the listener's time. Uh, so that is a challenge, but it's also a challenge that means we need to do more great programming that grabs the listener's attention. Brilliant, thank you. Ross, as someone that's worked in radio, worked for Spotify and now at ACAST. What, what's your opinion on that? What, what are the threats there for radio? I th I, you know, I, I actually disagree that, that, that Spotify's competition, because one, because I used to work there and help set it up. Um, <laughs> and I know worked in 10 years of radio as well. Um, I kind of think it's additive. I think it's just another kind of platform, another outlet to kind of listen to, to audio on. So I don't, I don't really see many threats. I think what we're doing in podcasting, it's another kind of channel that people are listening to, to audio. And if we can make it digital, then of course, everyone kind of benefits from that. Mm. And what are the real opportunities that you can see? Well, I think, well, from, from my perspective, mm. with digital audio, I think it's, again, introducing a whole new audience that don't listen to commercial radio and have, you know, as an opportunity for, for advertisers to, to access kind of listeners that don't consume commercial radio. And we're doing a study right now, we've probably had about a thousand and a half respondents, it's just two days ago we released it, um, and the early findings are that 52% of people don't listen to commercial radio. We have 75% of people listen to BBC. So that BBC listener that you've wanted to hit for a long time, you can now hit through podcasting. So that for us is a, a big opportunity. Mm, thank you. Um, Catherine, as a, an ad agency, always forward thinking, what is it that you see digital audio as, as doing for an ad agency? How can you help your clients using digital audio? I think it's a really exciting time as well. Uh, it gives radio something to talk about and puts it more in the forefront and, and uh, yeah, br brings it forward. It's almost where video and TV was going and they're talking a lot about with TV that you can now do video and there's a lot of stats around that, you know, video listening online is now bigger than ever and this gives mm. something, radio, something to talk about. And 
the interesting thing is how you transfer that audio, both in terms of the consumer and listening, uh, to audio and the frame of mind they're in, which we've talked about earlier, but how you can also make advertising effective to those people. But understanding that it is a very different medium, so it's audio and all the qualities of that, but someone that's out and about, that, that's listening on their headphones, it's a very different message, and how are we going to measure the response and make sure they're then buying our product or reconsidering us mm. and think about those different channels that people are listening in. But the fact that it's it's compiled with digital is really exciting because we can target, we can measure and all the mm. values of that. And things like retargeting as well. Absolutely. Being hugely valuable. So, yeah. Cool, thank you. Um, over to Ben. Uh, so Ben, do you, wanna, do you want to tell us a little bit about Mixcloud? Uh, yeah, yeah. We don't want yeah. any confusion with SoundCloud. So. Yeah, okay. So we are a streaming platform and streaming tends to get lumped to some kind of homogenous behavior. So you either listen to physical, you listen to radio, you stream. Whereas actually there's a lot more nuance in the streaming sector. So we are a streaming platform, but we focus entirely on rethinking radio. So everything that's on the platform is a radio show or a DJ mix or a podcast or a playlist or anything that you would hear if you turned on your FM radio, your DAB radio. <coughs> so that same kind, kind of content. Um, so going back to your, your first question mm. about how streaming is impacting radio, um, if you look at the stats, actually, radio consumption people per week listening is, is fairly robust. Um, the issue is for younger millennials and Gen Zs that people are spending less time um, with it, with traditional radio, and that's because there's this fragmentation of and the plethora of services, and you've got YouTube, and you've got Spotify, and you've got a whole variety of different services. But in terms of the content format itself, we think radio is here to stay. There's always going to be room for presenters and human expertise because ultimately people are quite lazy and they like having music played for them rather than having to load up. Um, Spotify in the early days was just a this massive tyranny of choice, right? which is why they've released such amazing features helping you navigate that catalog. But in terms of radio as a content format, um, it's definitely, definitely here to stay. There's all kinds of things that's got going for it, like personal relationships with presenters, um, discovering great new, great new music, the ability to be way more flexible than a computer in terms of how it presents songs. Mm. So yeah. And how can advertisers take advantage of the way you're doing radio digitally, as it were? So on Mixcloud, we don't have audio ads as you would make them. Our audio ads are anywhere between 30 minutes long and three hours long. Um, insofar as the audio ads are branded content. Um, so everything on Mixcloud that is an is a audio advert would be a piece of branded content that we've co-created with a brand and an influencer. Um, that could be a recording from a brand's event, it could be a DJ mix, it could be a branded mixtape or branded playlist, and it's delivered on Mixcloud and then scaled to an audience through native placements. So fairly similar to the way that YouTube do branded content, um, but we do it with audio content. Uh, thank you. Tony, just hearing that um, from a broadcasting, from a radio perspective. So obviously you're a broadcaster. What is it that a broadcaster can do to make the most of this digital world in similar to the way Mixcloud are doing? Um, well, I, you know, many of the same points here. You know, these are um, people choose to listen to our radio stations, whether they're listening to Magic or Absolute or a station like Kiss, um, because... A, they like the selection of music that we're, that we're providing for them, but also because they enjoy the connection with the presenters, the entertainment with the presenter. Um, so what digital can do for us, um, in the first instance, is, is see if we can improve the experience for everybody. So um, with Absolute Radio's in-stream, um, we ask our audience um, to sign up for an Absolute Radio account 
They don't have to. They can listen to us uh, without an Absolute Radio account if they want. But if they sign up for an account, share with us their age, their uh, gender, their location, we'll provide them with an improved service. So they'll hear fewer <coughs> ads in the hour. Actually, they'll probably rather than hearing about 10, ads an 10 minutes of ads an hour, they'll hear probably only three minutes of ads. And in the place of those um, uh, other seven minutes, they'll hear two extra songs. So we're improving the output for them because they're providing us and our advertisers with more value. Um, so that's one of the ways in which we think that actually digital audio can not just be better for the advertiser and therefore for Bauer's bank balance, but for the audience as well. Mm, thank you. And, and finally, Ross, um, it's great that we're actually hearing a lot about speech content. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what ACAST do and, and again, how that can work for the advertiser? Yeah, so we're essentially an end-to-end -end podcast platform, which means that we host and distribute um, podcast content across kind of every device that's being listened, uh, listened to. So if you're listening to uh, one of our podcasts at the Natural Times, you're listening on either iTunes or Stitcher or Audioboom or any of the platforms, you, when you push play on that service, you're playing from us as a host. So we inject ads and sponsorship in real time and can track them. So for the first time, we've kind of made uh, podcasting uh, digital and trackable, mm. which is great. Yeah, and from that perspective, as Ben was saying, you know, it's the power of having the presenter talk. Is that something that you can do? Yeah, endorsement's massive. Uh, you know, you've got, I think earlier on when, you, when Greg kind of presented that stat about 50%, being initiated streams, you know, 100% of podcasting is initiated. So people are finding, you know, stuff that they're interested in. So imagine kind of a big magazine rack, ignoring the top magazine rack, <laughs> the magazine rack of uh, content. We cover every single um, subject there. So there's a, a passion point for everything. So if you wanted to, to have a fishing podcast, there are actually fishing podcasts. Um, then finance, of course, Financial Times, anything. So it's all passion point led. So we know location, anyway from, from kind of where you're listening from, um, active listening and the passion point. So we can kind of be additive to what everyone's buying on digital and streaming services. That's great. Thank you very much. I promise Stan we won't be here too long. Um, so we're going to leave it there. But do feel free to grab any of the people on the panel, ask them questions. They'll be happy to answer your questions. And the same goes for, for Ryan and Greg as well. Um, thank you very much to the panel. Let's give them thank a you. round of applause.